What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and I think we dropped Megan somehow. <laughs> so she's not on the phone, but welcome, welcome to the show. Um, my my name is Suzanne, and um, Megan is also co-host of the show. And um, welcome. So to, it's we always love Hump Day because it's our radio show, and um, we've been doing this eight-week series um, called "Blowing Some Shit Up," and um, it's you know when you when you teach or facilitate or um, you know do shows like this, you end up um, going through the very thing that you're teaching, the very thing that you're talking about. Um, and so it's been a really wild ride for the last eight weeks. Um, and so we'll see what trouble we can get into today. The, the topic today is um, business rules be gone. And um, basically, you know, as a business coach, um, Megan and I both do business coaching, and every day we're really encouraging people to let go of the old rules about how and what you should create and, you know, how you should be doing business. Um, so, and and really we've let go of a lot of rules. I mean, Megan never really did rules too much to begin with, but... Hey. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I certainly have, um, you know, being raised um, in a really non-traditional home where there was no rules, when I became an adult and stepped into adulthood, I really adopted a lot of rules um, as a place of safety and security. And that was true in my life. That was true with my children. And that was true in my business. Um, and I would say in the last, you know, five years or so, um, I've really taken a look at how I do business and um, and started to kind of do, like just question whether all of that was really necessary and, and how could you create um, magic and conspire with the universe to go beyond what rules could give you. So I think we have Megan back. I'm back. <laughs> I got booted. Um, you know, the... For me, um, one of the things is there was this sort of natural way that I did business that wasn't like anything anybody else was doing. And so I made myself wrong for a lot of years and tried to adopt other people's sort of strategies and rules uh, for business. And what what ended up happening is I ended up hating business. I loved coaching and I loved teaching, but I 
ended up hating sort of the business of business. And through, um, in particular, I think it was through Access Consciousness and the work of Simone Millicis with The Joy of Business. By the way, that is an excellent resource. If you feel like you want to start creating business, you want to start creating, um, there's something in life you want to create and you won't kind of sense you might want to do it different, um, The Joy of Business is an awesome, awesome resource because what it will do is it will take you through especially the audio book, she has tons and tons and tons of access consciousness clearings that help you clear the constructs on business. And one of the things that it did for me was that I had, you know, I adopted all this stuff around business that wasn't me, and of course, so I didn't want to do the business of my business. And I realized that I had all these paradigms that um, business, and, and I think that for a lot of sort of spiritualpreneurs, um, entrepreneurs with spiritual businesses or healing businesses, I think we kind of eschew business because we kind of feel some of the heaviness that's around it. Like business has been about power and control um, on this planet. And I realized that I had some beliefs and points of view that business uh, was kind of an old boys club that I couldn't get into or I didn't belong in. And because I was just this winglet over on the side, like I kept feeling like I had this belief that my success in business was a happy accident. And um, I never really valued or realized how I created business that was so unique and so different than how anybody around me was doing it. And so through the process of, I went through the first uh, business, Joy Business 101 and 102, and it really helped me, like, kind of undo all these ideas that I had. And <clears throat> Simone asked me this question. It was, like, so profound for me. And she goes, what did you? What have you always known about business that, um, that you gave up in favor of the rules? And I've always known that business was a way to express my life. And I've always known how to follow the energy of business, even though I didn't cognitively know how I built my business originally was following the energy and just being in the flow of what wanted to be created and being a space where something could be created through me. And, um, yeah, it doesn't look like anybody else. And, you know, Suzanne's way to do business is, doesn't look like my way to do business. And so to me, to me, business is an expression of who I am. It's my way of creating a life and living on this planet. And so as such, who I am is like, I'm a playful little pup. I'm an adventurous little pup. So my business needs to be about play and adventure. Well, that kind of blows out some stuff because in this reality, business is really serious. In this reality, business is causal. You have to do this and then you have to do this and you have to do this. Um, so, you know, every one of us has got to find, you know, our way to do it and to really take a look at the parts of our business that are heavy probably most likely have a construct or have a point of view on them that makes it heavy. It's not that we should or shouldn't do that thing. It's just like, where are you doing it from? What point of view are you doing it from? And in my world, and Suzanne knows this, anything in my world that feels like it has to, I don't do it. I procrastinate. I push it off. I just don't even do it. And so for me, like, business has got to come and be a part of choice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I would say like this week um, was a really good example for me as far as like following the energy. Um, you know, we did in one of our series this in the last few weeks, um, there was a call about, you know, blowing up your um, constructs around parenting and around mothering specifically. And it inspired me to create a telecall um, called Be Free of Mommy Guilt. And um, I just kind of, I never taught about this before, but, you know, I've been a mom for 24 years and a coach for a number of years now, probably like four four years now. And um, I kept seeing women um, all over the place with mommy guilt. Um, it was just such a uh, almost epidemic. And, you know, having been through that myself of, you know, struggling to um, to create my career and find the end with my kids and um, being a single mom and all of that stuff. It's like there's just so much possibility for guilt. Um, and so it was, it, I was inspired to create this telecall. Um, and then I put it on the books, but then life happened. You know, we've been, Megan and I have been going through a lot of um, uh, uncoupling and changing things up in our relationship. And so life happened and I didn't market it and I didn't advertise it. But this energy was still there. And so, you know, a couple of days before, it was just like, okay, well, what would it take, you know, for people to get on this call and for the change to actually happen? And, you know, it was really a very scary, unknown place for me because normally I'm a planner and normally, you know, there's like a process that I do. And it was just so unknown. Um, and it ended up, you know, being so amazing. I had 16 people sign up for it um, with no marketing at all. And the call was freaking amazing. Like we did like probably 50 clearings around parenting, around being a mom. And it was so fantastic and i i had people on that call that i don't know you know that are come from who knows where they they found the thread they found the facebook event and they signed up and got on board you know and from that call there's been so many people who have been sharing it with their friends and it's just the ripple effect of that energy so you know that's an example of really trusting you know the universe trusting that the universe had my back even when I was going through my own stuff and, you know, really seeing what's possible when you just follow the thread and, you know, not worry about so much of the rules of like, oh, this has got to be marketed and this is, you know, this is how it has to be marketed and it has to be posted here and three times a day on Facebook and all this crap that, you know, a lot of people will kind of teach you to do. So, um, so I'd say that's a really recent example of, um, of, following the energy in my business and um, and really leaning into the vulnerability of what that would be. And by the way, you know, I've had probably like three or four people ask me if they could still get the call, if they could still pay the $35 and get the 90-minute call. And yes, you can. Um, so um, if you want that, um, just PM me on Facebook um, Suzanne Stoffer is my Facebook name, um, and I can send you that recording. Like I said, it has like 50 plus clearings and about three three different processes um, to really inspire and empower women to mother their way. So that would be an example of doing business not according to the rules, wouldn't you say, Megan? 
Mm-hmm. You know, honey, one of the things I really love about you and one of your gifts in business, I would say, and just in life in general, but like you really utilize us well in business where you tend to tap an energy of something that's rising, right? Like a a theme or like you'll kind of like feel into like, oh, like it feels like people are wanting to expand their psychic abilities or like this mommy guilt thing was this, it was kind of like you tapping this thread of a need that was rising and it was showing up in your space, right? And and then it's like, and, and then to actually, you follow that so well and you, and you don't, what I would say is that you, um, you don't, you take action so quickly, like that's another thing. It's like you feel a thread and then you go, okay, I'm doing a call on mummy guilt. Like it's like right now. And you really, one of the things that I know about like say money and energy and business and ideas is that they're kind of like, to me, they're kind of like, like entities, like beings that are wanting to be born. And so one of the things that I see you do that's so beautiful is that you will get that idea, you will get that tap on the shoulder, and you will take action, and every single time, like, it just works, and people show up, and it's really magical. It really is, like, most people who, um, their first telecall, like, Suzanne's never done a telecall before, like, on her Mm -hmm. own. She's never put it out there or even done it. And a lot of people will get 16 people if they do a freebie, right? But, like, mm-hmm. for some for somebody to put out a telecall for the first time without advertising, essentially, other than mentioning it a few places and putting a post on Facebook, and get 16 paying um, participants is phenomenal. Like, you know, like, marketing would say that wouldn't happen or that couldn't happen, right? And it's just you using your capacity to to tap an energy rising or to tap a need that was occurring that you are uniquely designed and suited to support. Like because of who you've been as a mom and what you've stepped through as a mom, you're uniquely um, suited to address that need. And I think if you look at business in general, that's what it is. Like people so like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to do a business about this. But like nobody's actually asking for that. <laughs> or there does not seem to be a need for that, right? And so they ultimately fail. Like business is really about um, taking your unique capacities, your unique abilities, and tapping um, tapping certain needs or certain desires or certain uh, uh, I would say requests that are rising in the in the field of possibilities in in the people you know, and to be able to meet and match those. And I think that I've watched you do that over and over and over again. You, you, I can't remember what the name of that program was you did a couple of years ago, but like I think it was Women Entrepreneurs or something. Mm-hmm. And you it's just, called the Inner Circle. It, thank you. You just put it out and it filled. Like it was crazy. And then off you went because you just were feeling the energy of that, like your ability to maybe tap futures or I don't know maybe what you'd call that ability. But like, and I'm kind of going into like this a little bit because I'm really wanting people to listen to this and go, okay, what is it that I know about business? What is it that I sort of intuitively or naturally do that tends to get traction? And and mm-hmm. start 
capitalize on that more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because, uh, and we talk about this a lot, you know, about doing business your way. Um, and that if it's not, um, if it's not aligned to who you are, um, then it's not going to land out there. Um, and, you know, I really love it when people, um, you know, risk in this regard. Um, you know, like Master Joseph, who's in the chat room, him and, um, Natalie and Casey are doing, um, Project Joseph, which is a, a health um, an eight-week health course, right? Um, because Joseph had lost over a hundred pounds in a few weeks' time um, with the help of uh, Casey, and um, you know, together they were really inspired to. Um, and also, Nat Nat um, lost a lot of weight too, and got to down to like college size. And Casey. Um, used to weigh like 300 pounds or something. So between the three of them, they just created so much success in these really alternative ways with regards to their health and their body. And so um, it, it's been really incredible to watch them bring that out into um, you know the world and do this eight-week telecall. And it's really, it, it, they've never done anything like that, right? Um, but they they saw like their success and they saw a... Uh, you know, a, a, almost like a need that wasn't being fulfilled in the marketplace because they um, they don't talk about exercise and diet. They talk about intention. They prey on their food. They do all this cool stuff, you know, that's really alternative. So that's an example, you know, where when I see that type of stuff, it just lights me up um, because it's like, you know, we all have things. We all have um, experiences. We all have capacities and talents and gifts that deserve to come out into the world. You know, and it doesn't matter if you've never done it before. It didn't matter that I'd never done a telecall by myself. It was just like, I want to do it and I'm willing to fail. You know, it's just like all three of them. Like, they co-created this and are now, you know, last night was call two, I think. So how awesome is that? And what, uh, as if you're listening to this, what is your unique capacity or a gift or talent or what is what energy could you um follow that would bring something into the world um that would you know really contribute not only to you but to others one of the things that i wanted to add to that is that uh, i think that there's a lot of people who would like to do more of a conscious based business um more in the healing or personal growth, development, leadership, like some of these um, industries that are like more about helping people. And I think that a lot of sensitives, we have capacities that are really beyond sort of three, third dimension, right? And so it, we tend to make ourselves wrong because we can't or don't want to do business in the way that it's being done. And so a lot of us have made up a story that we can't do business, that we're not good at business, that we shouldn't be doing business. When really, if we begin to tap our capacities that are beyond this reality that we have for creation, and it's, you know, we just happen to call, and we just happen to call that business here, right? But it's really about creation, creating anything, creating a product, creating music, creating anything that you could you could possibly imagine, right? So um, what if 
what you've told yourself about what is required to create business is all bullshit. And what if you could tap into your unique talents and capacities and abilities that are beyond this reality that would allow you to create business with total joy and ease? And everything that doesn't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Okay, cool. So when we come back, more about doing business your way. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. And we're blowing up some business constructs today. And we're giving ourselves and everybody else permission to create their way. Because, you know, when you follow the energy, like, if you think about everything in the universe, if you think about, like, um, trees and flowers and animals and, you know, everything that has life, when it bees itself, it gets what it requires, right? The, the sunflower gets the sun and it, and it literally has the capacity to heliotrope and to move towards the sun, you know, and like the tree being the tree gets its water. And when we're willing to be us, and that's the thing, I think that I, you know, when I struggle with business, 
it's because I'm not being me. It's because I'm trying to do it somebody else's way. And, you know, I think this is one of the, the issues I have with a lot of, like, coaching programs and business coaching programs in particular is they'll be like, look, I made six figures. Come do it the way I did it, right? And it's like, but that's how they did it. That's them being them. If they If they were successful, it's because they were them in some way. And so... Like they're like one of the things that um, I mean I have this uh, uh, creatorpreneur group that I'm launching and one of my biggest desires and and wishes of it is to not say hey this is how I create a business but to really tap everybody in the group and go what are your capacities how do you create how do you generate how do you be you in business and like for all of us it's really different I mean you know Suzanne. Um, has a huge value on truth and so and alignment and so for her like alignment has to be part of the equation of business for me i'm all about play i'm all about adventure so if i start to get boring my business goes down the tubes because i'm not being me and what if you could just be you what if you could just be you and and follow the energy and create what it is that you want to create. And and as Suzanne said before the break, one of the pieces is is that we have to be willing to lose. We have to be willing to fail. We have to be willing to lose it all. And I feel like that's um I feel like that's a lot of what people aren't willing to do. They're not willing to lose it all. They're not willing to fail. Like so what? So what if she did a telecall and got one person? So what? Like she's she's in the game. And that's the biggest thing that I see is that um, everybody's so scared to fail that they don't even get in the game. That's the only way you can. That's the only way you can fail, really, is to not get in the game. Wouldn't you agree, hun? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and I don't know if you wanted to say more about that, but I think Master Joseph, he's he has a question in the chat room that I think is relevant um, because, uh, and he what he says is. Um, have you guys talked about the resistance with yourself you hit before doing that first call or that whatever you're doing or all the resistance you created at the beginning of each subsequent call? So um, so they're talking. he's talking about their experience with their eight-week coaching thing and how there's um, still a lot of resistance, um, you know, going into it. And so I'm... I would say that that's a really, really normal process when you're on your edge and you're um, opening up into a new creative expression or a new product or new service um, or even just up-leveling in your life is that there's a lot of resistance, there's a lot of fear. Um, and so maybe you could speak to that, Megan. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I think we could speak to that. You know, like um, one of the things that, because he's talking about a couple of different things there, he's talking about that that what I would call a fear portal, or I call it, I renamed it recently to call it, I call it piglet portals, where it's like when we're about to be more of us, when we're about to get visible, when we're, we're putting our booty on the line essentially and saying, hey, like I have something to say about this. I Here's my mud pie world. What do you think? Like that's, I mean, that's vulnerable. That's like, I think, you know, like in some ways it's one of the ultimate acts of vulnerability. I actually have emotion about this. It's like, 
hey, world, this is what I, this is what I see and this is what I feel and this is what I want to offer you. Do you want it? You know? And, um, so everywhere that that process feels too scary and you resist that vulnerability and you resist trusting yourself and you resist trusting the world, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So that, to me, that's the resistance. It's really the fear of vulnerability, right? It, that's what's actually coming up is that, you know, how is this going to be received? And a lot of us have a lot of programming around being received from our birth story, right? And it's like, for me, like being adopted and um, when I was born, my birth mom was put out and, and she was sent away to have me. So there was nobody to receive me other than probably the doctor and the nurse. And so there's this big fear that I have. It doesn't matter. Like I've been coaching and putting out programs for freaking 22 years and I still go, oh my God, is anybody going to receive this? Like, is there, like I, my biggest fear is birds chirping on the other side the good news is, is that I'm also brave like Piglet, and I just keep, I'm just scared, and I just keep putting it out, and I'm just scared, and I keep putting it out, and I've taught myself to not allow that fear or that resistance to stop me. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't procrastinate sometimes, or put things off, or like, ooh, I'm not ready yet, or, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't have that, but I do, I have taught myself, and I think you have this probably even more naturally than me, hun is that ability to just lean in and go, I'm doing it. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm doing it, right? So that's one aspect of what I think his question is, is like, you know, what I would say is like, are you willing to be vulnerable? Are you willing to have it not work? Are you willing for it not to be perfect? And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shirts and beyond. And then there's the other side of what he's asking about, where he's talking about, because there's three of them collaborating, co-creating, there's all this energy that comes up right before the call. Sweets, do we know anything about that? Nope, we sure don't. No, nope, never we don't know to us. <laughs> so I would actually, I would love, because I feel like you're very aware, you have awareness and you have insight on the co-creative nature of creation because it's one thing it is it's it's a process of being really vulnerable and i think a certain amount of bravery to create your own business or to create your own product or service but it's like i don't know it's bravery on crack to create with somebody else because it it brings into it brings forward all of the relational dynamics that uh, and insecurities that tend to um, come up in relationship, but if you're creating something together uh, and you put the magnifying glass of the vulnerability that that is on a relational, on a relationship, then it's going to bring up pretty much every insecurity you have. I mean, I've said a lot, like I feel like relationship and entrepreneurship are the two most intensive spiritual paths one could take. I mean, it's super easy to be spiritual and like sit up a mountain on a mountain and meditate 
and you don't have anybody or anything like kind of coming into your space and challenging you. Like, you know, I've, I've said for years, it's like, yeah, I'd like to see the guru on the mountain, like how he responds if somebody, you know, comes up and starts screaming at him, right? And it's like, to me, when you get in the game called creation, i.e. business, or, you know, music or art or whatever that is, and then you, or you get in the game called relationship, you times all of the stuff by a godzillion, and then you put those two de- dealios together, and oh my, <laughs> you're in you're in for a good time. So one of the things that I would say, I mean, we we could probably do we could probably do an eight week series by just on co creation and all of the dynamics and all of the energies and all of the surfing one has to do in co creation. So we're probably not going to be able to address that question really fully today. But what I would say. The biggest thing that I would say, and I, I want to know your insights on this, hon, is that be, like, come into it with a commitment to kindness of yourself and each other because you're going through a really sacred refiner's fire when you do co-creation. And so, like, just to, like, go, okay, cool. Like, you know, let's be kind, <laughs> let's have some fun, and let's realize that that we're all super vulnerable here. And like, what kind of, what kind of respect and caring can we have for ourselves and each other? What would you? Yeah, add to I that? like that. I think what I would also add to that is um, allowance. You know, I mean, part of co-creation, part of really good co-creation, is where different personalities and different people with different strengths come together, um, and they make the. That's what makes the synergy. Um, of the project or the service or whatever you're creating and you know like um, businesses actually big business try to uh, they kind of have think tanks to actually kind of create those environments um, for different personalities and different strengths to come together because they know that in the creative process that the the, the end goal or the end product is going to be so much better um, and so I would say that that's been really true for Megan and I as you hear in our radio ad, you know, opposites attract. We're pretty much opposite about every single thing except for our hate of raisins. And so pretty much we could say <laughs> that we hate raisins and that so we're similar in that one way. But, you know, when it comes to actually co-creating a business, we are super opposite. And so, you know, there's a tendency to butt heads. There's a tendency to want to be right. Um, there's a tendency to want to, you know, do it your way. And um, and so allowance. Allowance is um, the absolute kind of, in my opinion, like it's just an incredibly important energy to bring into co-creation with the, with the awareness and um, perception that, as you allow and as you co-create and as you kind of, you know, have those energies kind of come up against each other, that there is something really dynamic and generative that can come through on the other end. Um, I would say that, you know, even just writing copy for our radio show, like sometimes we'll go to coffee and write out like four weeks of radio shows, you know, that happens like Sometimes, not too often, um, because that would be my way to do it and not Megan's way. Um, so occasionally, <laughs> occasionally it happens. But um, when we do it, there's this um, there's this piece of almost like, 
it's almost like an artist that's struggling with writing a song, you know, and or a, a writer that's trying to write a page. Um, it's it's it, there is this kind of internal energy that feels like uh, 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 I don't really know kind of what words to put to that. Um, but it it's it is about kind of allowing each person to put all that out on the table and allowing the process to get a little messy. You know, sometimes it's not going to be just like, um, oh, beautiful idea, darling. Why don't we put that down? <laughs> you know what? I'm not sure I've ever heard that from you. <laughs> just, you know, just in this moment, I'm not sure if I've ever heard that from you. But, you know, because it's like... um we're always tend because of our opposites. We're always tending to see it in a different way, and we we're bringing ener different energies to it. And so, I think the other thing that I would say is, um, what would it take to create the space to include all energies and exclude none? Right, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that comes up, right, when you're co-creating is like you're afraid that your ideas will be excluded. You're afraid that your way of seeing it won't matter or won't count. You know, and all this stuff that we have from childhood of putting our mud pies out and having it judged or whatever, right? And so the I think one of the things that kindness and and for me play and this other word that we're talking about allowance is that those things actually create and generate space. And when you also have a sense of what your capacities actually are in creation and you actually have gratitude for that and you actually look at your partner in crime or whoever you're co-creating with and you go well, okay what are the capacities that they have that come to this mix right so for Suzanne and I like I'm big idea girl I'm big play girl I'm big follow the energy I'm big vision girl and Suzanne is so good at scaffolding well of course I resist scaffolding and in the past she's resisted resisted vision and you know and dreaming big and so that was always something that came up for us but guess what when she began to include her she began to reclaim her uh, ability to dream big and I started including my awareness that I would need a little scaffolding to get these visions off the ground and we started to really cultivate gratitude for what the other person brought and I would say that gratitude would be the other thing I would bring into the mix that would create more space and more allowance is like what are what are all the capacities that we all have and how can we be honoring appreciative and, and grateful for all of the capacities that are coming to play here instead of this idea of it's either my capacity or yours it's my idea or yours so there's this new um before we go to break there's a there's a new clearing a new process that has come out and access consciousness called relational digital realities and it's really the it's really without going too much into explanation about it it's the thing that causes us to operate from either or, right? It's either my idea or your. Either I get my needs met or you do. So all the relational digital realities that you have to creation, to doing business, why you won't co-create, why you won't create at all, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Um, and all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, expectations, separations, and rejections 
about you being in business, about you creating. Um, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pan, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what have you defined business as that it isn't? Everything that is times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pan, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And everything you've defined that, everything you've decided business can't be, that it actually could be, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pan, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. You are listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. We will be back after the break. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're talking about doing business your way. And what else mm-hmm. do we want to say in the next 10 minutes before our show is over? Mm-hmm. Well, I one of the things that I want to do is, like, um, I want to just throw out a little plug for my Craterpreneur Club coming up in a few weeks. And um, it's going to be a small group, but I'm going to really help people really open up and expand and exponentialize what they're, creation, what they're creating and finding their capacities, opening up the capacities and the magic that is creation, that, that can be creation. And, you know, one of the things that I have been going through, and it's interesting because this is one of those classes that it's like, it's like it hasn't been quite time, it hasn't been quite time. 
And I realized that, you know, in this lovely eight-week course that we've done, see, sweetie, this is what happens when we plan. And we do eight classes ahead of time on blowing up things up, is that things get blown up, you know? <laughs> um, but my one of the things that has totally been um, unstructuring is my business and how I do business. And I had a really amazing session with my um with my business coach yesterday. And one of the things that we discovered is that all of the old ways of doing business where I would constrict myself, where I would try to change myself, where I would try to create a storefront that I thought that people would accept, that I thought that people would get, that I thought would would bring people through the door, um, those storefronts are now blown up because I'm really stepping out and saying what I offer is magic. What I offer is change and creation beyond anything you can explain in this reality on every level in whatever area of your life it is. And that one of the things that, that I realized is that I was still trying to operate from this, I'm still trying to reach back to some of those old structures instead of actually really just claiming that my storefront is magic and that I bring magic into business, I bring magic into money, I bring magic into every anything and everything that somebody that somebody brings me and it's so interesting because for years I've told stories about different clients and how they came in wanting one thing and this whole other thing emerged and it's because I've always been I've always been selling magic, you know, and I think that that's one of the things that for me as I'm learning how to be me in business, is, is really looking at what am I really selling here? Like, what am I offering? And am I willing to really be me about that? Am I really willing to have that be the storefront, right? So everywhere that you've created false storefronts so that you could be accepted, so that you could do business in this reality, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yeah. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So it's like, you know, what what magical creation of life and business are you that you've been denying, that you've not been acknowledging, that keep you doing it in a causal, linear way and, like, not being successful and hating your life? Everything that is times a godzillion. Can we create and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pun, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. You know, would you be willing to use your weird capacities, the the potencies um, that don't seem to fit in this reality, don't seem to fit in business, would you be willing to use them to create a life and business beyond what you could even fathom? Yes. Yeah, cool. And everything that doesn't allow that can be uncreate and destroy it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So for me, um, I'm, I'm moving more and more and more like out of structure and into this sort of organic soup. And it requires, once again, you guys, it requires vulnerability, intense vulnerability. And it requires trust. Like, I... I, I, I'm still surprised at how, as much as I am a rule breaker, at how many of the rules I'm still reaching back for. Because it's like, I don't trust yet 
my sea legs of creating from and with and through magic. There's still this little voice in my head that's like, ooh, well, you know, you've got you've to create it like, you know, like they're creating it, uh, like other people are creating it. And to actually be willing to step out and doing it on your, on your own terms is really what's required. But it's just, it's scary, you know, and it requires trust and it requires vulnerability. And are you willing? And like I said, to me, being a creatorpreneur, being an, being an entrepreneur is one of the most intense spiritual paths you could ever go on because it's going to bring you up against every doubt you have about you. True that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. So what do you want to add to that, darling? Well, did you you kind of mentioned the Creatorpreneur Club. Did you tell people about like when that's going to start or how if they're interested in that, how they could get get in contact with you or anything like that? <laughs> you mean I didn't market it? <laughs> oh boy, you're so cute. Um so uh if you are interested, it is an invitation only. I um I'm really wanting uh to have a really diverse group of people and people that are like like are ready to create in a new way. Like if if you feel like structure is really how you create, like this isn't for you. Like but if you kind of know that you're here to create and you create differently and you're here to create in a unique way, then this is probably for you, uh, potentially. And if you want to, um, I'll have you just get a hold of me in the same way uh, through Facebook Messenger. Just go into Megan Silito and, you know, shoot me a Facebook Messenger and just um, say, hey, I'd like an invitation and I'll reach out and have a conversation with you to see if you might be a fit for this course. So thanks for that, hon. Yeah, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Go all the way. So, go all the way. Go go all mm-hmm. the way with the energy. Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. Thank you, honey. So good to me. So what what would you like? So this is a question for all of the listeners. Like what would you like business to be? Like would you like business to be an adventure? Would you like business to be like um I don't know, like a like a creative adventure. Would you like business to be joy? Would you like business to be playful? Like, what would you like business to actually be, the creation of your business to be, right? And, like, are you willing to have it be that, right? Are you willing to let go of it needing to be anything like anything else you've ever seen and have it be a reflection of who you truly are? What will be fun for you in business? What will be fun for you to create? What will be joyful for you to create? And everything that doesn't allow you to be, know, perceive, and receive that, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And all the points of view that you are still holding on to that says that business can't be joyful, it can't be an adventure, it can't be fun, it can't be creative, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. What are you capable of creating that you're not letting yourself know because of the structure of business 
you've put on top of that. Everything that doesn't allow you to be, know, perceive, and receive what you are capable of creating, what you are capable of putting out into the world, and and the success that you're um, that you have the capacity to create. Can we please uncreate and destroy everything that doesn't allow you to sense that, to be that, to perceive it and receive it? Yes. Yes. Everything that is, times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Hmm. So we're back to the, the whole thing about, like, are you willing to be you? And to me, that's the best way to do business. That's the best way to do relationship. That's the best way to do everything, to be the creator that you are. Just be you. And it seems so simple, right? But we've just bought into so many lies, so many points of view about about how to do all this stuff when really, like, business should just be an expression of who you are. No matter what. Through that, it's an ongoing process that you've got to do your whole life, right? Choose into it. Keep choosing into it. Keep seeing layers and places where you're not being you um, and choosing greater from that, you know? So it's not, I think it's interesting because it is a simple concept, but um, it's also an ongoing choice and an ongoing exploration, um, pretty much on the daily, you know. I'm. I think that's been what's been so interesting about the last eight weeks for me, and um, I'll just speak for me is that I've found um, a lot of places where I'm not being me, and where I don't even know who I am. And I've been talking about this for years. So, and I've been exploring this for years, and so it's a really interesting place to be. Um, And it makes me emotional because it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I actually don't know who I am. Um, and it's constantly changing. And so it feels a little scary, but I also know that there's um, some really good stuff and good juice on the other side. So I'm leaning into that and I'm asking all of you to lean into that and to be you and see what you can create in your business, in your life, and in your relationships. So um, we'll see you next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about because we haven't talked Mm-mm. about it. So, But come back for more next week. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.